El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show, a podcast about news, politics, pop culture, current events, and whatever else people are talking about these days. With your host, Adam Todd Brown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show, a podcast about news, politics, pop culture, John Lewis drinking out of six cups at one time, whatever we want to talk about. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host, but I got a couple of guests. Christ. Case in point, as mentioned already, John Lewis is here. How's up, it going? Though? And all why right. are you drinking out of a whole stack of cups? Well, it started off as a parody of this one random YouTuber. She always sips her tea and her and her comments go crazy if she doesn't have her tea. And I was like, I'm going to just do a parody of it, but add a ridiculous amount of cups. And now it's basically a, a YouTube pack. Every time I do it, I get extra comments, which helps the video, but I never acknowledge it in my videos. So that everybody's like, why do you have so many cups? So I just fell into the trap. Great. Exactly. Hey, also joining us, my trend pony co-host, Jessica Singer of the television show. Amer is it Worst Cooks in America or America? Yeah, great job. Worst oh, <laughs> Thanks. I'm on season 26, streaming now on Max and the Food Network. Thank you so much. Um, I also have a drinking problem. I just spilled water all over myself that is while you were talking about the cups. The 7-Eleven water bottles are too full. If you squeeze it a little bit, it just... Mm, big pet peeve of mine, people squeezing water bottles on podcasts. Don't do it. Everyone can hear it, everybody. I'm, I, I, wasn't exactly. I was just holding it, and it's such thin plastic that it mm, just started. That makes sense. You know what I mean? So we're doing something we have not done on You Don't Even Like This Show yet. We're doing an Unpopular Opinions episode. I don't what? know if people know this, but I used to host a podcast called Unpopular Opinion, and it was this podcast, and then we just changed the name not too long ago. But that doesn't mean my opinions have gotten popular since then. Quite the contrary, probably less popular, but I guess we'll find out. We all brought some opinions to defend today. Uh, who wants to go first? Should I go first? I should Come mention- on. The reason we're doing this, I wanted to do a thing about Donald Trump's indictments ranked from best to most best. Oh, that's but funny. There is a hurricane bearing down on where, at least where me and Jessica both live, which is Los Angeles. So I'm a little preoccupied. Not a lot of time to do research when you're also like prepping for what if the power goes out for a day or two and I have to eat crackers. That's also why I have 7-Eleven water. Target ran out of water by the time I wanted to get Shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I subscribe to one of those water delivery services, so I'm I'm good on water at least. Nice. I, just, I just buy a gallon for like $1.50 from Walmart or Meyer. Totally. Yeah. So we're just doing a, a vintage unpopular opinions episode. So uh, we didn't have to do a ton of research. And uh, I get, should I start? Yeah, seems you like you want to start. I mean, I, I don't care, but I'm yeah, I'll go. You did. I'll go first. Why not? <laughs> Which one should I start with? I don't want to be mad right up top. All right. 
here's one. I've brought this up before to some extent. We need to impose a moratorium on new chicken sandwiches. <laughs> it's getting fucking out of control. For one thing, most chicken sandwiches are overrated. But Chick-fil-A has just introduced a new chicken sandwich. I read an article about how it's going to reignite the chicken sandwich wars. This fucking thing. No, why does it need to be reignited? Why do we need to... <laughs> no, it's not force. You can't force viral. That, that shit happened organically. Was mm -hmm. that during the pandemic? I don't even remember. Or was it before? Before, I think, when the Popeyes released the chicken Popeyes sandwich and that was a huge deal. I never even got it. Because I feel like a sandwich would just make their chicken worse. I like their chicken oh, as is. No, it, it really was that good. Like, before everybody found out about it, I had, like, multiple ones. We were was, in the family group chat and everything. Then, like, a week later, people really lost their minds. It, it, it was good, though, the, the first batch. It was fine. I mean, it's not. I actually like their blackened grilled chicken sandwich a oh, little bit. Yeah, oh. yeah. That, I actually like that one better, too, though. I've had it. Yeah. It's just the Popeyes. Popeyes yeah. ain't they shit together. Oh, my God. Yeah, Popeyes is a little expensive. They need to get over themselves when it comes to their chicken sandwich. It's not a spicy chicken sandwich. It's a chicken sandwich with spicy mayo. Different thing. Mm, that Which, is different. Yeah. But here's the thing. They sell spicy chicken. Why not just make a real spicy chicken sandwich? Oh, is but, it not made with the chicken that's actually spicy? Nope. It's, it's the mayo. Popeyes? It's spicy. It's, it's the mayo spicy mayo sauce. Spicy. So it's a lie. Yeah, it's a big, big lie. And now Chick-fil-A, who already... Like they're they're pushing it in terms of me still eating there, given their stance on gay marriage and being open on Sundays. But like now they've introduced a new sandwich that people are like, this is going to reignite the chicken sandwich wars. This fucking thing has pimento cheese on it and pickled jalapenos, both things that I would argue don't belong on it chicken sandwich the yeah, jalapenos, crap mm, jalapenos is debatable jalapenos no, is debatable jalapenos maybe but that pimento cheese fuck i off. like a pickled jalapeno on a sandwich and once you have a chick-fil-a within driving distance you realize how overrated they are it's not that good and they're it's such bad people it's not it's seasoned very well at all and if you want to buy they're the terrible. sauce at the store the sauce at the store i believe goes to their because if you buy from them, it doesn't go to good shit, obviously. But if you buy their sauce at the store, it specifically goes to them raising money for kids going to college, I'm pretty sure. What, BYU college? <laughs> I mean, it's better than fucking... I don't know. I don't know. But it's better than actually supporting like the camps and shit. I, it's yeah. got to be BYU. You know they just allowed soda machines on campus like three years ago? But Mormons love soda. They just no, recognized no, black people in 1974. No, they, have you seen this? The soda, that's like their their workaround. There's like crazy soda shops in Salt Lake City. Because like, even it though caffeine? it has caffeine, it can't be. they're allowed to have soda. It's like a wild loophole, I swear. There's like wow. crazy soda machines in Salt Lake City and they love okay, soda. Yeah, I, they I can't have the coffee. Yeah, I know they can't have coffee independent. But they can tea, have like soda. It doesn't make any sense. I worked with a guy once who was a devout Mormon until one night a girl wanted to smoke weed with him. And he was like, ah, I guess never mind. I'm not a Mormon anymore. It's like, okay, nice morals, pal. Or he probably it. just went back to church and prayed to the way, prayed to the way yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. He's still going to get his own planet when he dies or whatever those right. tacos but Speaking do. of overrated, uh, fucking, uh, what's that fancy ass Panera Bread? When they made a chicken sandwich, I'm like, okay, I'm not Panera's trying sad. that. I don't yeah, want to be a sad food. $11 chicken sandwich. Yeah. 
those pretentious fucks with flowers served on the side and shit i also lived with people that ran a fried chicken sandwich business out of our house during the pandemic chris and cindy and their sandwiches Mm. were so much better than any of these like i was so spoiled i'm so like it was during the the fried chicken sandwich craze and i would try all these places and i was like my roommate's are better because I mean, yeah, they, 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 they like, fresh. A lot They're of these fast food chicken. places don't like season their fucking chicken well. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if y'all. I don't think y'all have it in the West Coast. Adam got to know about it. But Culver's, have you ever had their spicy chicken sandwich? <laughs> they have Fuck the not. best one. They have the best one. What I like about Culver's is you can get a pork tenderloin sandwich at Culver's. Oh, yeah. Those are completely unavailable on the west coast that give i'm gonna have to try it i've never had it because i always get the spicy chicken sandwich or the buffalo tenders it's just like a chicken sandwich but it's made with a real thin pork cutlet and it's still like breaded and fried and oh man it's one of my favorite treats and they're yeah i was gonna say it's great the one they always they always have their shit together i don't know if this Maybe maybe Popeyes runs it better. At least out here and literally everyone else I talk to, Popeyes runs their stores like it's their second job. Like you go there, they like, all right, before you order, um, we out of spicy legs. We ain't got no macaroni, and uh, the the strawberry Fanta is out. Oh, and we out of um wings. What you want? I'm like, how is this yeah. every Popeyes? How do y'all never have y'all shit together? There's a KFC by me that's like that. It's like, hey, can I get like a two piece? extra crispy and they're like 45 minutes we have to kill a chicken right <laughs> what and- there was a, a popeyes by my high school growing up that was kick ass i would always get like the leg and thigh for a dollar or whatever the fuck it was and then biscuits it was like for three dollars we could Price. eat like kings oh yeah <laughs> it was great yeah, no, they, they pricey no it was definitely not like that it was only on tuesdays tuesdays oh, yeah, the specifically Tuesday yeah they still have that. yeah they still <laughs> yeah I tell you yeah. what I miss. There is, I don't think either of these, there might be a church's chicken in LA. There is. I miss I've seen churches. Church's chicken and I miss Brown's chicken. We had both Never of those Browns. where I grew up. Brown's and churches are really similar. I wouldn't be surprised if churches bought out Browns at one point, but I wasn't I was never a fan of churches. And now that KFC got rid of their Nashville hot tenders, I have no reason to go back until they return. Because mm. mm. their chicken doesn't have seasoning. Those those Nashville tenders were amazing. Nashville hot is easier to make at home than people realize. Like oh yeah, that, yeah, I can Nashville figure it out. hot sauce, it's really easy to make. It's just like just if I'm working, I need to go to a place I know that something's going to be quality. Yeah, I do kind of disagree with you both about Chick Fil A. I think it. I think their sandwiches are really good. They're just like bad people and. The, the lines are too long. I haven't had it in years, but I remember it being fine. I always do the spicy. I don't do a regular. Maybe chance. I didn't I do guess, spicy. Man. I don't know. See, I, I can always go to a Culver's. So for the price I'm going to pay in the size, Culver's yeah. is killing them. It's not even competition. You yeah, know, if I had a Culver's, sandwiches are small. If I had a Culver's here, I would go to Culver's all the time. Whenever I go to the Midwest, I hit a Culver's. I got those butter burgers. Oh, yeah. They're like A&W, but even better. Yeah. Yeah, it is a lot like A&W. All right. So, yeah, chicken sandwiches. I think we just need to cool it for a while. No new ones for, I don't know, two years, three years, something like that. You have to get a permit if you want to introduce me. You have to get a permit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a board that has to approve your chicken sandwich request. That's the law going forward. Sorry. Who wants to go next with their opinion? I can go. 
All right. All right. Let's hear. So I'll say my heater for later. So <laughs> mine's is you should the parents and the child should have to pass some type of government test to do homeschooling. And this came about because I'm uh, working on a script for my next video. Uh, if y'all don't follow me, my YouTube channel, I do video essays and it's about indoctrination and propaganda and with, with, with kids, basically indoctrination and propaganda from Christians with kids. And I forgot leaving that life, how much homeschool plays a big part. Like these parents are like, oh, I don't want my kids learning about science or history. So I'm just going to homeschool them. And if anybody listening to this has ever went to school, well, I guess church or something with the homeschool kids, not only are they more weird than normal weird Christian kids, like they don't know shit. Like, mm -hmm. like I had a friend, she was supposed to be homeschooled and she would just be out doing regular stuff with her mom, going to church and knocking on doors and stuff. Like y'all do like, what is this? It's I know America's public school system isn't the best, but I learned things at least like dude, homeschool kids is something different. And it only makes it worse because uh, PragerU is offering like homeschool courses. Oh, I don't no. know if y'all have ever heard of PragerU kids. I know PragerU. That's oh no, they have a like a whole separate division of shitty cartoons to indoctrinate children. Oh great, so, great, great. Yeah, this video uh it it won't be out anytime soon uh, when you all listen to this. But yeah, I'm working on. I'm going to be talking about the PragerU kids and Jehovah's Witnesses have a whole um indoctrination propaganda wing called caleb and sophia and the animation at least looks decent but literally it's all the same stuff it's like oh yeah um is there a family minding their business that has two moms you need to go tell that little girl that she shouldn't have two moms because god doesn't like that like what why are you telling your eight-year-old child to go to school and mind someone else's business but yeah man Dude. homeschooling is really getting out of control in this country so my thing is the parents should have to pass the test and also the child should have to take quarterly tests similar to how we get quarterly report cards and they mm -hmm. should have to pass some some tests and if they don't pass it either put their ass in school or they just not going to or they're going to have to repeat the grade or something because their homeschooling mm -hmm. is getting out of control with propaganda in this country i'm surprised there's not any kind of test or anything you have to pass like it's because this actually is a religious country yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's just like that's all i can think because remember i talked about on a trend pony recently do you remember the show 19 Kids and Counting? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's like a documentary about the family, and they that, all Duggar? are a part is that, of this. Is that the Duggar the family? Duggar family, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that guy. He's a piece the of shit. The documentary is really good because it also talks about this other layer of homeschooling where they are just, like you said, indoctrinating, like, right-wing, hella conservative. Like, they're building people to go into politics. It's wild. Yeah. It's Either. like... Yeah, and that's... Yeah. Like, that's what I always bring up when people are like, oh, we just need all these old white fucks to die off and then things will be fine. It's like, no, they have kids. They have offspring. They teach mm -hmm. them. They're kids. training them. Yeah. They're they fucking training them. kids to be racist pieces of shit just like them. Oh, yeah. And as a black person who was raised in a traditionalist Christian family, it's not just old white guys. Trust me. It's pretty much anybody mm -hmm. that's raised in that life. Now, black conservatism is a, a little bit different, but... They hit all the talking points, the homophobic shit, the we don't believe in science, just prayed and away and all that crazy shit. They're basically yeah. not talking to therapists. Oh, no, just go talk to your pastor who learned how to be a pastor in pastor school. I don't know what they teach in that, sh in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
these are not. I feel like they don't tell you what to do; they just tell you what not to do. Right, <laughs> like, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you feeling depressed and want to blow your brains out? All right, uh, here, go read these scriptures. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, sometimes it takes a little more than that. Just a little bit. As a child of a Jewish therapist, it just does not. I don't understand. <laughs> like, I'm just like wild. <laughs> At least you probably got some real help help our hope i I don't know I, um, I had to reach out for therapy on my own but i am a product of the public school system so hey yeah at <laughs> least i got that. to go to public school man because like you would yeah, be exactly. surprised how common that stuff is people are just like i i knew someone they pulled their kid out of the sixth grade they like oh yeah he was around too much bad association like what was he doing he wanted to watch rap videos and and play video games like what these are oh how you mean, bad like, can 13 year old kids be that you need to homeschool your child yeah no he's a freaking weirdo that doesn't know how to socialize with normal humans also if he's homeschooled he's still gonna have the internet he's gonna find way worse shit <laughs> yeah but they're probably cracking down on that too oh yeah yeah you would be probably. yeah them like it's levels to extremeness when it comes to what i call high control groups or cults and yeah man it, it's I know some people that weren't even allowed to like watch Disney movies and stuff because wow. they felt that magic, which kind of makes sense. Like my mom was a huge Disney fan. So we basically either had them bootlegged or rented all the Disney movies. But then mm-hmm. one day I came home like, oh yeah, uh, my teacher was reading this Harry Potter. They're like, what? Harry Potter is bad. That's magic. I'm like, Disney's the magic kingdom. What are you talking about? That's wild. Aladdin has a genie. They're like, no, that's yeah. different. I'm like, Mickey you know what? literally you wears a wizard outfit in like the whole I, intro. Oh, yeah, white people are all right with wizards. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they like, oh no, Harry Potter is bad, but Disney is fine. That magic is different. Like, you understand what the fairy godmother is right like well, I, all right i guess but yeah, yeah man, no, i had a friend like that in elementary school she was allowed to watch disney stuff but she didn't do harry potter it's so wild yeah because it's it's satanism that's what like worries people about it's weird because they're really on the same side with a lot of trans issues um yeah huh yeah you mean the I bad side say, like, yeah, I was saying like conservatives and uh, oh yeah, J.K. Rowling. It was the it was the oh yeah yeah. It's just that well, that's a cartoon. <laughs> this little boy, and this is my this is my thing. I always wanted to know like how do y'all think magic gets in things? Like if a book that sold five million copies, it cannot be five million demons. So do they go to the? Are they in? Are, are they in there? Are they in the trees or at the factory when they make them? At what point does the demon get inside? Like, You're expecting a demon to have logic. <laughs> I guess, yeah, man. Like the funny thing like is, I know like, is... black folks are really superstitious. Like I know a dog black folks is like, man, I ain't watching that movie in my house. I'm gonna go to the, I'm gonna go to the movie theater. It was some some scary movie. <laughs> to not like, bring it in, that's serious? so funny. Yeah, I ain't bringing that demon in the house. I I don't know how how uh, common that is in like white conservative families or Christian families or whatever. Like black folks are legit superstitious about demons getting in the house. I was Every, everybody has a story about some crazy shit that happened in, back in the day. As a child, I was permanently scarred by uh, one of my sister's friends and he was a black dude. His name was Brian. I'll probably like bleep out his last name. In case yeah, you really still, felt like sharing. <laughs> in case he's still alive. I'm sure he is. But uh, shortly after the movie Poltergeist came out and I've told this story before, he was like, uh, yeah, if you think that you have a ghost in your house, you'll have a ghost in your house. And I was like six 
So I was like, every time I even thought of a ghost, I was like, fuck, there's a ghost in the house. <laughs> Sucked. Yeah, he was superstitious as shit. That's so oh, funny. Yeah, if you man. think you have a ghost in your house, you have a ghost. <laughs> That's so fucked. Yeah. That's yeah. like some high-level, uh, the secret shit. If you think yeah, about like being rich, you're going to be rich. <laughs> and also, if you think about ghosts, you're going to get ghosts. So. Oh my god, I can like, manifest what? a ghost. <laughs> in the Manifest a, a phone one, at least. I don't know. Casper was pretty cool. Marlon Wayans was a ghost. I think he's he bought out in uh, the six man, so all ghosts ain't even bad in the like original version of the secret there was a book written in i think 1910 called the science of getting rich and it's mm -hmm. basically the secret but in that book it came out at a time when like new age stuff was like really big in the united states and like people were less skeptical about the afterlife and shit so there's yeah. a whole section in that book that's like don't concern yourself with ghosts ghosts got their own problems you see thinking about ghosts will just delay what you want in life it's like you know what? That's true. Ghosts, do your own stuff. Imagine dying and then still having anxiety as a ghost. <laughs> like, what do you mean ghosts have their own problems? <laughs> you going to get kicked out of heaven or something? Well, isn't that their whole thing is they have unfinished business? Yeah, I don't. I, I never knew ghost lore. I just know people, when I was a kid, everybody was superstitious, like... Everybody had a Smurf story. Like, just go <laughs> on Reddit. Story. And start, wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Just go on Reddit. Everyone go to, had just a go Smurf to the story. On Reddit and put in Smurf or search Smurf. XJW is a subreddit for extra Jehovah Witnesses and put in Smurf. When I was a kid, everybody had a version of the Smurf story. And when I tell you religions like that are super suspicious, this is the version I heard. It's all slightly different. The version I heard is some little girl had a Smurf in the 1980s and the little Smurf jumped, the toy jumped out of her bag and started cursing and ran out of the kingdom hall. Some people's cursing. version is the Smurf was attacking her in her sleep and she had scratches and some people the Smurf caught on fire. It's all nonsense. But the funny thing is we all heard these stories before the internet existed. So clearly somebody made it up and it just spread around the country. I wish a Smurf would fucking attack me. I'd fuck that little blue piece of shit up. But yeah, speaking of, it's just whoa, funny how, super, whoa, how, how, whoa. uh, how, not tall tales. What's it called? Urban. It's just crazy how urban legends used to spread before the internet. When you think about it, totally. like we all, we all heard the same urban legends and you get older. Like, yeah, I heard that. And like somebody was like 800 miles away. How do we all hear these stories? I tell you what, I did not hear the Smurf urban legends. <laughs> they did not make them to me, but yeah. I love it. Each each little cult, they all have their own versions of superstitions and stuff that people claimed was true. It, it was nonsense. But yeah, you want to go, Jess? Sure. So they have this rule on American Idol, or at least they used to back in the day, that every American Idol song is two minutes. And these are people that are good singers. And people that want to watch it. I think, I hate going to karaoke, but I think it would be a lot more fun if every song was limited to two minutes. Just do two minute versions of the songs. That's I absolutely all. agree. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, no, yeah, what, like it is already so self-indulgent. People that want to, as and this is coming from someone that loves talking into a microphone, but it's super <laughs> self-indulgent that you just want to sing what you sing in your shower, in your car, in front of a group of people. I don't know if it's worse when they're really good or really bad, honestly, but they should all be two minutes. I think it's worse when a person is either really good or just thinks they're good. 
And they're like, I'm a serious singer. And it's like, no, you're not. You're at a karaoke bar. kids get on the mic. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, you're at a karaoke bar on a Tuesday. I saw a guy at a karaoke bar once do three different Pink Floyd songs. No. And those, like, and they were all That's songs. like a half an hour. Yeah, they were all songs from Dark Side of the Moon. They were all long as shit. And it was just him going, hello, is anybody out there? And it's Fucking- like- I'm point, out here and I'm having a terrible fucking time. Commit and do drag at this point, you know? And, and people just sit there while he did three songs back to back? Well, no, he they kept to signing smoke. up and going back oh, up. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like, oh, this guy's on time to go smoke outside. Yeah. We got exactly. 10 minutes. Yeah, I just, I don't fuck with karaoke in general. Yeah, I think I'm I not a big fan I if the songs were two minutes. I really do think I would go because it would move fast. The list, I think it would be more fun. The last I time I did karaoke, it was at a thing where it was like sort of a competition. Ugh. And I was singing I'm a Believer yeah. by Neil Diamond and or the Monkees. And I was singing the Monkees version. And by that, I mean, I was singing with a thick British accent. Totally. And, and they the fucking, song for Shrek, right? Yeah. Yes. That's one way to describe it. It is. Yes. <laughs> That's how my generation knows it is song for Shrek. <laughs> no, totally. I was like the monkeys and also Shrek. And they yep. like stopped me in the middle because I wasn't a local and I wasn't what? like, they. I don't know. I got gonged and I was killing it. And I've just what was not. Was this since like a karaoke secret society? It had to be. It was what city the, was this in? It was in Santa Rosa. It's the same place. I did comedy for the first time and I actually did those two things on the same night. There was <laughs> a karaoke show before the comedy show and I showed up early and I was like, fuck it, I'll go up and sing a monkey song. Why not? Yeah, why not? And then they were assholes to me. And then I went out and did comedy for the first time. I was supposed to do three minutes. I did 12 because I didn't know how the light worked, but also I fucking moved. <sighs> so it was fine. I'm I just not killed. a fan. First time I'm just dance. not a fan of people breaking out in a song and dance, so I try and avoid karaoke bars. See, I yeah, love like, musicals. I love musicals. I love. I, I like. I'm all too. for a silly little time. I was a theater kid, but that's also why I can't. I'm just like move it, move it along. Yeah, like there was this thing recently. Kelly Clarkson moved her whole operation to New York. She hosts. Oh, really? Show. I'm pretty I sure. Heard, I've heard working for her is amazing, and she's great. Yeah. But also she was doing this thing before she left L.A. where she was going to like coffee shops and bringing her backup singers with her. And she would just walk in and be like, hey, I'm Kelly Clarkson about to sing a song. Oh, boy. That sounds awful to me. Yeah. Even then I'd be like, can I fucking get my coffee and go? I can say that's when you can tell that's that reminds me that she was kind of a child star. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of mentality only comes from you getting praise like that from a very young age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like people in there trying to work on laptops and shit. Here comes Kelly Clarkson <laughs> singing some song yeah. I never knew existed from 2004 or something. Yeah. It's like, can I just write my script, please? Right. I was supposed to see her live when I was like 12 and she got sick and had to cancel the show. Oh, that sucks. I would have liked I to know. have seen Kelly Clarkson like back in was the she day. She the first winner or the well, second was- winner? First winner, but it was when she had the Breakaway album. It was the Breakaway album year, which is like the good album. That's when I would have never wanted. Yeah, (laughs) it was. It was a bummer. Her like second through fourth albums are all really good. I only really know Breakaway, to be honest. Breakaway fucking slaps. Not a not a miss on there. Banger after banger. Yep, really. I know 
Kelly Clarkson really wasn't making music for me. I know Fantasia, and it was somebody else that didn't yes. even win. It was Fantasia's a, it was in a the new people. color purple too. I'm so excited. Well, Jennifer, wait, they making another one? Well, because there's been um, a movie and there's been a musical. So now the one coming out next is the movie musical. Is that yeah. the movie where the old one got Whoopi Goldberg in it? Yes, yeah. and Oprah. Yeah. And Oprah Winfrey. Uh, Jennifer set. Hudson came from America. Gen- that's who it is. Yeah, that's the, yes. that's who else I knew from. She's yeah, great Jennifer too. Hudson. Yeah, but yeah. I am not going to be seeing that movie. I'm not into voluntary sadness. <laughs> I just love movie musicals. I've talked about it on this podcast uh, enough. <laughs> See, I had oh, I got a big family, but I had a little sister five years younger and an older sister three years older. So had. Pretty much 80% of the time when we got to watch a movie, it was some fucking Disney movie, Little Mermaid or something. So I, by the time I was like nine, I was fed up with any musicals, which is why I loved Pixar because they didn't break out in the song and dance. They just kept mm-hmm. the movie rolling. I yeah. was fed up as a child with musicals. Like, please just talk. I hate yeah, musicals. Yeah, and I think because... I have the opposite. I'm the youngest and my sister's 11 years older than me. So I watched like adult stuff my whole childhood. So musicals never really got old. They were like a fun surprise for later or like when I got to choose something. That makes sense. Yeah. Adam, do you want to share another unpopular opinion? I would love to share another unpopular opinion. This is also one that I've sort of talked about before, but not really in this way. I think the resurgence of vinyl records was kind of a scam, and I hate that I ever endorsed it. Like I've talked about already how obviously bad vinyl records are for the environment. Like you're the packaging involved. It's huge. You're getting two big plastic ass vinyl records I don't know why they would be plastic and vinyl at the same time, but they create a lot of waste in that way. And when you think about it, they came back at a point in history where we were all really mostly just fucking with digital files. And here's the thing, that's your winner. In terms of the best way to not only consume music, but like keep it for a long time, it's digital files. Like they take up the least space, they're not as bad, For the environment, they're not perfect. Like there's still some climate ramifications from digital files also, but you're not going to chuck them in a fucking landfill when you're done with them. And I feel like at some point the music industry realized that digital files are like free energy in that people just have to buy it once and then they don't ever have to buy it again. It's not going to wear out. Like if you accidentally delete it, you can just retrieve it from your fucking recycle bin. Like it's music that should in theory have lasted forever. And now who still has their digital files from back when we were fucking with iPods? Nobody like everyone like deleted that shit. You got rid of your computer and now you don't have it anymore. And then all of a sudden we were just magically like, Oh, but vinyl though, it sounds so much better. Like music is so much better on vinyl. No, it's fucking not. It absolutely is not. Maybe it is until you like drop that record one time and there's like a scratch on it and then you have to buy it again for another $45, $50. Like we got fucking scammed into yeah. believing that vinyl records were a good thing to spend our money on. Well, Either that sounds... or you probably got to have like a $10,000 setup to hear the quality, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like vinyl has a different sound. I don't think it's better. It sounds different, but I don't. Yeah. But who cares? Like, yeah. 
I just have my dad's old vinyls. I don't buy new vinyls, but I'm going to keep my old. That's like a savings account. I've been selling <laughs> I've been selling a bunch of mine off. I still have some left, but it's it's such a fucking hassle hauling them around. And I I honestly think Every time I move it's the most annoying part. And I Sorry. honestly think that at one point the music industry was like shit. People are never going to like buy physical music again. They don't need to. And then organically this fucking movement pops up where people are like, "Oh, but vinyl." It's like, yeah, it's way better having to get up every 15 minutes when you listen to music. That's that's amazing. Right. Love it that so much. That sounds awful. I came up during the CD era and people, I'm not nostalgic for very much. Maybe just because that's how I am. I don't gl- glamorize the past. I'm like, that shit was terrible. Your CD skip and on the, mm-hmm. your favorite part, you can't play the album anymore. You got to carry a whole giant case of 60 CDs. I much rather have everything on my phone i can listen to pretty much any song ever made i've never been into vinyl i wasn't into buying the whole damn setup and stuff yeah i mean i'm still not a huge fan of streaming music either i think streaming music kind of devalued music because once you have everything it's like music doesn't matter anymore oh yeah 100 percent. i i I feel like we should have stopped at digital files Mm -hmm. i think when people were like oh but vinyl though right we should have been like no no, artists could be making musical artists could make be making a lot more money if they just did like you said digital files but for like a super reasonable price like even just buying an album for like five dollars yeah like these artists would be making so much more money than what they're making from streaming it sucks i mean that that's still an option i think i think people just don't do it you can still go no, on fully. and why would i because everything i have everything for my for free <laughs> so it's yeah, like exactly. but yeah. But I, if they just, yeah, did that instead, if the price of digital music went down before streaming started, I think it could have. I don't know. I'm just talking yeah. about a different timeline that doesn't exist. <laughs> I, <laughs> okay, I didn't well, that's hate a, oh. CDs, but it's kind of the same thing. Like at least they're a little less labor intensive to listen to. And there was that point where you could just put like a 500 CD changer in your trunk and like drive around with your entire music collection. <laughs> Granted, right. you would have to like take those CDs out and take them in the house if you wanted to listen to them there. But that's and the trunk house. doesn't sound very convenient. I mean, if you got 500 CDs back there, you only really have to load them once, and then. And also, you got to be like fucking Rain Man to remember. All right, uh, let me see. Jay Z is number 17. Yeah. <laughs> Which album is that? Pull out the Rolodex that lists where each fucking album is. You got a fucking library <laughs> right. of music in your trunk. Number 372, Notorious Big, Life After Death. Yeah, I, but vinyl, I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. Like, I do want to get, like, a really good stereo system at some point, like a home stereo Mm -hmm. system. But even then, I'm just going to do one that I can play, like, really high-quality digital files. Like, I feel scammed fucking all the albums I've bought over the past few years. And even those, I don't fucking have anymore. Because it's like, I'm not... I'm not that guy who's going to be like, and this is my vinyl room. There are 10,000 albums in here. It's like, what if I have to move? Yeah. Yeah, they got you with that. that They got got you with that nostalgia. Yeah, they sure did. And that whole like, because there were so many people that were like, oh, it's just, it sounds so warm. It's like, what the fuck? Sounds so warm. What the fuck do you mean it sounds warm? Warm is not a sound, maniacs. So anyway, I have a bunch of vinyl records listed on eBay. If anyone is uh, trying to buy anything, just uh, hit well, me. Well, that's a bad sales pitch, dog. 
Thanks. Well, Adam's music <laughs> one, this is a decent segue for mine, so I'll go next. Mine okay. is rap music is objectively worse. I mean, as bad as it's been in the last 20 years. And if people don't remember what rap was like in 03, that's pretty much when what we call the snap dance era took off. So Soldier Boy, D4L, Laffy Taffy, the Day No Records like that, when everything was like ringtone hits. Yeah. And as a person that's still relatively young, they go to the young kids, I'm a old head or uncle as they say rap is awful right now and that streaming has a lot to do with it people don't have to work and as stream as if streaming wasn't bad enough tiktok just took it to an even worse level like people aren't people legit don't even make like hooks anymore like 90 percent new rap songs it's verse verse that's it it's over in two minutes now you got people like the baby and I, I can't think of none of these kids' names. Like, they're not even really trying to make records anymore. They're trying to make songs that go viral on TikTok. But that shit is, it's awful. Like, you might get a nice hit now, but it's not going to work. It's rap, rap music is objectively bad right now. And I say that as a person that listens to a lot of new rap and be like, even if it's not for me, can they at least spit? Like, the last newish artist to me that was decent is Lil Baby. He came out in like 2016. 16-ish maybe when he got hot but it's it's rap is really bad to me right now it's probably the worst it's been since the snap dance era and we just in the so i guess this would go down as a tiktok era when people were aren't even really trying to make actual records anymore i i super duper agree like i grew up listening to pretty much only rap and r&b music like i didn't start listening to any rock music till I was in my 20s. And I've always hated when people are like, hmm, there's no good music on the radio anymore. Like, that's almost always a lie. But I'm with you. Like, rap music the last five years or so? Yes, like, pretty much you have the last five years. What the fuck is happening? Like, there's I this Axe commercial right now. <laughs> I don't know who the fucking rapper is in it, but the song that's playing in the background, he's just like, <laughs> it's like, say words like you're just making fucking sounds right now i i <laughs> bad, bad times i will say i i do have a love for like punchline rap and i do think that a lot of female rappers have been kind of owning punchline rap right now like i like megan the stallion and... oh she's yeah meg is excluded from this meg has been out okay at good least six, i was like years. hold on because <laughs> i know oh, there's no, been meg, a lot of meg music, makes actual songs Okay. Does she write so there her is own rhymes. I don't uh some of them she does. Like I remember before she blew up know, like it's I know Cardi She B might have a writer now but like no back I in the day Megan actually, writes a lot before of her she blew own up, stuff. She was actually I think decent. I know that Doja writes a lot of her own stuff and I really like Doja Cat. Oh, I yeah. hate um, Doja as a person and everything she stands for this if we want if we start on doja this would be a completely different podcast we don't yeah. have to she's got it's some okay. wild but i'm glad we agree on megan that's honestly the more important part yeah like <laughs> like ice like ice spice and and i think she's Sukiana, that's what i, I like mean like they, those aren't even songs y'all may not even know who sukiana is i don't know who sukiana is i don't is, but man. i do like ice spice i think she's funny yeah i mean she's she uh colorism did a whole lot for her outside of that she would not have been where she's at like it's i actually it's some decent uh young rappers but ice spice obviously you know that's how america is though she especially she throw on a straight wig she's high yellow so that was basically a cheat code for her but yeah like rhapsody rhapsody's been out for a minute like as far as black female rappers a rhapsody could spit uh dreezy a young girl from chicago but that's that's the game like the reason people like 
Ice Spice and Doja Cat, especially the reason Doja Cat gets away with the things she does. I've it's it's ridiculous. Doja Cat, like that could probably be a whole episode if you ever wanted to cover her. She is a legit a terrible person that gets a pass. Yeah, I know she's got some wild opinions on like race, right? She's it, wild. Pretty much everything. Doja is so racist. <laughs> she's I wild. Her. Huh? She's so racist. I learned a new slur from her. Y'all ever heard of a dindu? No. That y'all ever hear about that song she made? No. What's that? Oh right. yeah, no. she had a song like "What would a dindu? What would a dindu do if a dindu do nothing?" Or something like that. And apparently, it's like some uh, phrase that white supremacists use so to make to mock dead black people. So when Jesus. a black person gets shot on the by the cops. They say the mother always gets on there like, oh, he didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing. So Doja literally made a song about making fun of dead black people called Dindu. Gnarly. <laughs> yeah. That... I did not know that. Thank oh, you yeah. for letting like, me She know. has a record of hanging out. <laughs> I know you know who Noriega is, right, Adam? From uh, Norie- Noriega and Capone. One Arguably is the tweets. greatest rap song of all time. Super Thug. What band from TV? No, Super Thug. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the, that's the Neptunes before they blew up, blew up. Also, yeah, yeah, they yeah. produced that. But no, one of his uh, tweets that always comes up is she was in viral chat rooms uh, showing. I mean, she was in racial chat rooms showing feet like she has a record of hanging out and like with actual like white national, like actual Nazis, like people that identify with that. Like one after her record blew up, they were like, oh, yeah, Doja has been like this forever. She's always in these weird chat rooms and stuff. And every few months she goes on something about, well, I hate my fans anyway. But yeah, she man, doesn't Doja, say she hates them. She said she doesn't love them because she doesn't know them. No, but yeah, man, Doja, which is like Doja is different, <laughs> which but, I think I mean, is that's, funny, but it's beside the point of all the other stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, that that's a that's a whole another thing that's we talk about in the black community, the whole anti-blackness of uh, mixed people. So yeah, Doja, she's got a lot of. It's not even controversial. Do- Doja gets a pass because the way she looks, that's it. But yeah, Doja is different, man. Yeah, even the I don't love my fans because I don't know them. It's like you're being really fundamentalist about the word love right now. Like, I don't I don't want to marry my fans. Yeah. Oh, well, the reason she said that is because, like I said, she gets called out every six months for something. Now the guys <laughs> she's dating, uh, girls were coming out and saying, like, he sexually assaulted them or something like that. Uh. And she was making up excuses and all types of sucks. stuff. Yeah, I don't keep up with, with it a lot because to me, I'm like, how many times does this person need to prove to you all that they're a piece of shit? You know? <laughs> no, yeah. that's totally fair. But, but she's a pop star. So. But we love Megan. That's what's important. Oh, yeah. I, I like Meg. <laughs> Man. Yeah, Meg, as far Meg's as winning rapper, she can actually go. No, I mean, she's like, these been- kids, like, Sukiyana, I let me see. It, it got it probably be her biggest one, but yeah, she she's wild. And I'm trying to think of some of these other kids. They're so bad, I can't think of them. Like the only newest rappers that got hot the last few years is BSF, uh, Benny the Butcher, uh, Conway the Machine. But they are old. They well, they older than me. They down near forty. But they they're that rare exception of rappers that got hot in their late thirties. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the thing is, a lot of these kids it's similar. It's similar to when the mumble rap phase blew up. Yeah, and now nobody talks about him. Like that one dude that was trying to beef with J Cole. His name was either Little Peep or something like that. I don't know. But when J Cole dissed him, he told him exactly what's gonna happen. He's like, "Yo, fans are teenagers. In a few years, they not they're gonna move on to something else." And I hope you save your money. And we haven't heard from that kid in years. <laughs> I don't even yeah. remember his name. But yeah, man, rap rap has been really bad. Like I listened to all the dudes I came up on from the blog era. So Meek, Wale. 
J. Cole, Pusha T, all of them. I it's really no new rappers that I'm checking for. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any. But yeah, man. I it, mean it, it's really bad. I love Tyler the Creator's new stuff, but I wouldn't even call it rap. It's like his own fucking thing. Really? His new album to me is the most rap it's ever been. Are you talking about what the DJ Drama post hosted? No. You probably don't know what DJ so. Drama is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's too deep of a no DJ <laughs> unless he drops something else. He has a new album hosted by DJ Drama, and arguably, it's his most traditional rap album of his career. Because I've been keeping up with Tyler for years, but, but DJ some of Drama his stuff helped, isn't even, you know. Yeah, yeah he it's helped just weird blow, that it's even DJ considered. Drama helped blow up the blog era of rappers. So he's like a legendary mixtape DJ. He's the guy Drama, that got raided by the police by the FBI. By the he did uh, DJ Drama like fifteen years ago. I was just gonna ask: this Is he is he doing all right? Because there is oh yeah. That- Hip hop 50th anniversary thing that's happening right now. And uh, eBay had a bunch of auction items for hip hop's 50th anniversary. And like 80% of that shit was from his collection. It's like, does he need money? Uh, I don't know. I mean, drama, he bounced back. But yeah, like if you, it's a couple podcast documentaries and probably you could just find them on YouTube. The reason blog error rap died is because the F, uh, not the FTC, um, the RIAA, I think those are the ones that basically control all the rights. So like, if you all remember back in the, up into the mid two thousands, it was common. Like, say if, if Lil Wayne and Millie came out, it'd be like five rappers. They'll take the beat and just rap over it on their mixtape mm-hmm. doing the freestyle. Yeah. And DJ Drama hosted a lot of those tapes, and because of everything that happened, like Napster was hot. They just got fed up with it, and they targeted him because he was the hottest name. So pretty much after that, that's what killed traditional rap mixtapes so now a mixtape oh. by a rapper it's essentially just a less it's it's, still, it's basically an album with less publicity because yeah a traditional mixtape would be i'm gonna take 10 of the hottest beats i'm a freestyle over them and make them my own mm-hmm. now mixtapes can all basically be albums because they're all original beats but mm-hmm. yeah that's what killed that dj drama and um i forget the other guy but yeah they legit got raided by the fbi and stuff Jeez. gnarly doesn't sound but like yeah, the anyway he, he he made one of tyler's best albums i think it came out like a year or two ago jessica what's your what's your <laughs> next opinion i feel like i've done the first one before i think you've mentioned it but, but maybe not on okay i big i'm a big film guy watch a lot of movies mm-hmm. and after watching too many movies i think that every movie should be either 90 minutes or three hours Almost every two-hour movie, I could easily cut to 90 minutes. You have some shit you don't need in there. Uh, you can do a normal-ass movie in 90 minutes, and then if you want to do an art house thing that like makes a statement because it's an experience, just do three hours. Two-hour movie never feels right. Always feels too long. It always feels too long. There are two-hour movies that feel longer than three-hour movies, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But it's the way I experience cinema. <laughs> I would I would say the same thing about documentaries. Either yes, not, either, either make a three part one hour yes situation or ninety minutes. We don't need a season of any document. Actually, that's a lie. Really? The Nexium that, that series was great. I, what <laughs> series? The Nexium series. There's yeah. two different Nexium series. Oh, I heard about that. I didn't watch it though. I'm also. Yeah. I kind of go the opposite way with documentaries too, where if it's like 45 minutes long, I'm like, I feel like this story needs to cook a little more. Yeah. Exactly. It needs at least 90. You might be getting in a little too early on this. 
But, but yeah, the, the trend of everything being a five part documentary, like I'll see something cool on Netflix. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. Then they're like limited series, seven parts. I'm like, there's no reason yeah. this needs to be seven parts. Seven I just parts watch. is, I like like a three part documentary series. Yeah, if that. Yeah. And that's pushing it. Three part that, max. It is, but like if it's something that has years, if it's, if it's something that's three parts, it should be like a 20 year long type of investigation situation. Right. Yeah, there's the McDonald's one... Monopoly. How long was that? Was that like, wasn't that like five episodes? I didn't watch that. I hated it so much. I it think was... I tried to, and I was like, you can feel when it's just repeating to repeat. Well, I'll tell you the first thing right out of the gate that I hated about that documentary. There's that like quirky FBI agent that everyone yeah. likes so much that they interview. And one of the first things he says is, well, it was the summer of 2001 in Jacksonville, Florida. So there wasn't much happening for the FBI to do. One of the fucking 9-11 hijackers was learning to fly in Jacksonville, Florida at that time. So that Excuse motherfucker me. caused 9-11 by being right. so preoccupied with McDonald's monopoly bullshit. And that guy seemed wow. too excited to be an FBI agent. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at me. I'm going to be a TV judge someday. It's like, no, you're not. Fuck you. And but yes, yeah, as, I don't like as far as like movies, it. I do hate this trend of everything is basically damn near three hours. Most of these movies do not need to be that long. No, no action movie, comedy. Every action movie, horror and comedy should be 90 minutes. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. Now, that's perfect. Yeah, that's the perfect. Yeah, movie. Those are, I love it. I love a good every... long mob movie like Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies ever. And sure. I looked it up. When Boogie you said Nights. That, it's only two and a half hours. I could have took three. I could have took another half you an hour. Took three. Exactly. And like Boogie Nights is a great three hour movie. Magnolia is a great three hour movie. They're great. But like any, if it's two and a half, it could probably go to three. And if it's two hours, it could definitely go to 90. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I saw Avengers Endgame. This, in, this fucking Marvel shit being long is bullshit. Well, no. Okay, see, thing, see that I one? Like, I loved it. That I one was like, placed perfectly to me. Yeah, Endgame is the rare three-hour movie where when oh, it, that's yeah. the good one. Excuse when me, it, I'm sorry. There's been more since then that are bad. Oh yeah, it's Endgame been more. Is when good. It, that one was perfect, ended, placed perfectly. I was when it ended. I was like, all right, I can't wait to watch the last ninety minutes of this. It was like, oh shit, it's over already. Okay, like yeah, that, that, that. That was three hours amazing. that went by really fast in like my favorite horror movie of this year talk to me was like exactly 90 minutes yeah i want to yeah, see horror that. movies are perfect for 90 minute, minute joints they, like horror and comedy no this oh, fucking yeah. apatow I mean, shit is what started the two-hour comedy and i'm not here for it it's like we don't need the extra 30 minutes of you guys riffing i'm sorry I wonder what? if that's what basically killed comedy. Because, like, you notice we don't really yes. get comedies in movie theaters. Yes. <laughs> he killed the silly comedy by making them more serious every movie to the point where he got to, uh, what funny is people? it? This is 40. This is 40. And then it was just uh, sad. I don't know if I've seen that one. I've seen yeah. funny people. Funny yeah, people that's also what came out around the same sad. time as This is 40. And he was like, let's make comedy sad. Yeah. That's probably why I didn't see it then. Yeah. Yeah, no, you don't that. need to. But yeah, there aren't a lot of good comedies in theaters anymore. Um, I uh, I really liked Theater Camp. Theater yeah, Camp. but see, I mean, there's always going to be didn't exceptions. It, didn't it go like, straight to streaming? I think no, I may have heard about theaters. that. Oh, wow. It's in theaters right now. I don't right think now. I've ever seen a trailer for that. No, they did a really bad job promoting it. Joyride was also okay. Joyride was the, pretty cute. Is that with Kevin Hart? No. Um, that, was, it was, that was Ride Along. Oh, what the hell is Joyride? Um, it's like an all Asian cast that I can't remember the names of right now, which, but it's, 
It's, it, I, I laughed a couple times, but I saw theater camp earlier that day and it was funnier. So. Hmm. Oh, if they came uh, out recently, I was about to say, I seem like I would remember seeing a trailer because that doesn't happen. A comedy with Asian people, they don't get comedies. Hollywood don't do that. I know, and it's <laughs> women too. That's why. That. Well, it came out like the same weeks as like Barbie and Oppenheimer. So they just got like oh, eaten up. See, I didn't see either of those. I haven't seen either Barbie is two hours, and I honestly don't know what I would cut from it. Um, it's like been my one exception to the rule I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, I bet it could be 90 minutes, but I just am like, it was so good that I don't know what I would cut. Yeah, I probably would watch it. I just, I can wait, I can wait for streaming and I don't know. Yeah, oh, it's going to be streaming in like a week on HBO. Yeah, I don't give a damn about Oppenheimer. No, I saw it. You yeah. don't need to. It's a I bunch kind, of fucking white men talking. I kind it's, of yeah. don't care either and i know it's gonna like glorify that guy in some way or try to make me feel bad for him and it's like well you ruined the world this is something right. interesting too that like just um they had cillian is it cillian or killian murphy i don't even know Cillian, i, believe. I think it's cillian right yeah. they had him lose a lot of weight because this guy was really skinny but this guy was really skinny because he had a fucking eating disorder that's not in the movie. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just glad Cillian Murphy's fat ass lost some weight finally. Like, don't make him lose a traumatic amount of weight if it's not even important to the fucking storyline. I, I hope no he finally has is. impressive cheekbones. He looks like a lizard. <laughs> he he looks- does- Adam's laughing because I'm 100 percent correct. He looks yeah. like a. If they would have put, if they would have put Leonardo DiCaprio in it, I would have went to go see it. You want me to see a movie? Just put Leo in it. I don't care what it's about. See, I'm not. I watch a movie. Kind of. See, yeah, maybe, maybe just because he creeps me out, and I wasn't of the generation of Tom Cruise, I never seen why people like it. Like that, he's guy. great at Magnolia. It's his best performance. I mean, he's a good actor. Rain like, Man was good, but Rain Man is a fucking problem of a movie. Yeah, it is. But well, I seen it. I seen it in my early twenties. I haven't watched it recently. It probably is problematic. It's very problematic. The thing people got to remember about Tom Cruise is, yeah, the Scientology stuff sucks, but also Scientology got him really fucking young. Yeah, like, same with Travolt. It's like him and Travolt. Indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. And it was like he was dating an actress who was like fucking 15 or 20 years older than him at the time. And she's the one who got him into Scientology. So, yeah, it sucks. But also he's sort of a victim also. Yeah, but he's an adult now. I know, but... Like, lots of adults have shit that they carry from childhood into their adulthood that they aren't able to shake. I I have a video on it about cults on my uh, YouTube channel. So the thing I point out is people that are in cults aren't stupid. People, we just don't, the the people that have never been in a group like that don't understand how much, how good indoctrination and propaganda is, especially if you were born into it. Or what they do is they, a lot of times they target people that have went through a traumatic uh, incident like they target someone your parent just died or you someone lost your seeking child. community and solace yeah. and giving so, them a yeah. community I mean, and solace so yeah yeah people that are in cults like a lot of them it's they they legitimately believe those things especially if you've been hearing it for 20 30 years it's just a it's it's a messed up thing it's like it's it's almost in the same line of how a drug addict is yeah you the older you get you like they don't want to be like this it's an actual sickness and yeah. yeah, those teachings have like they think that stuff is true. Like yeah. the Mormons, they actually believe they're going to get their own planet. Or Jehovah Witnesses think that everybody. Go- That's another thing we say. Everybody going to get a panda in paradise or something. It's it's all these wacky things that the common yeah. people don't know Wild. about. Like it's all these ridiculous teachings that once you leave, 
you're like, what the hell was I doing? But yeah, yeah, like the Scientology stuff, honestly, it's not any it's not any crazier than old religions. It's just no, it's just crazy because it's like new. Yeah, it's yeah. new. It's but... like the same thing with Mormon. It's like it's just looked at as crazy because it's like new. Yeah, all yeah. these. I think with Scientology, it's a little different because because well, they're like killing people on boats and stuff. Well, not just what? that. But like, <laughs> oh wow! If you, if yeah. you <laughs> I didn't know they had you, boat killings. If you look oh. into their actual beginnings in L. Ron Hubbard, like. Scientology's whole thing is, well, the mental health industry is a scam and they're trying to hurt people. And if you look into L. Ron Hubbard, right before he decided to become a religious leader, he was in the Navy and he tried to get mental health help and was rejected. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's not suspicious at all. That- that's like everyone that starts something bad was rejected from something. Yeah. And it's like also, a reaction. Also, didn't L. Ron Hubbard write like sci-fi books? Yes. yes. And it's a very yeah. sci-fi religion. Like Daniel Tosh has a joke. I think it's about Mormonism, but it's the same general idea where I don't like I'm going to fuck up. the pun. I'm not even going to do the punchline, but he's like, you know, if you can just go ask your grandfather if what they're saying actually happened and he can shoot it down. That's not mm-hmm. a real religion. Mm hmm. And that's kind of Mormonism and Scientology both. You can just ask a person who's old enough. Yeah. Do you remember any of this shit? No. Yeah. Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses, they all came out of the same area in Pennsylvania called the Burned Over District. Um, Netflix, they actually, one of their their good documentary series, I forgot what it's called. Just put in Netflix cults. Last I checked, the full episode is free on YouTube by them, but... They talk about like how all of these modern cults is called the burned over district in like 1850s. Something was going on and a bunch of white guys are like, hey, let's just start our own cult. And they did it. And they started off branching off like the Seventh Day Adventists. They all they mm-hmm. all came around within like a five to ten year period of each other. Oh, that's interesting. Is, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Netflix has a pretty a really good documentary talking about it. But yeah, these modern cults in America, the way the way we just allow religion to just not only do whatever they want. Go tax-free while doing whatever they want. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, right. because they're tax-free, then they can pay people off and blah, 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 blah. That's why every movie should be three hours or 90 minutes. <laughs> right. Should we get to our final opinions? Go yeah. off, hang. Um, here's the thing. At this point, if you're still using Twitter, you are actively supporting the American right wing. And you have to realize that. Like, you might as well be on Truth Social. Like, I don't know what the difference is at this point. Like, Trump started Truth Social, and it is a social media outlet for right-wingers. Elon Musk took over Twitter. If you correct me and say it's called X, you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) Exactly. Changing the words for Elon Musk. But, like, I honestly need someone to explain to me what the difference between truth social and Twitter are now. And if you say, well, it's that I'm still on there. That's not an answer. Like it's still a social media platform run by a right wing fuck stick who is actively suppressing free speech on that site. And people are like, Oh, but I have so many followers. It's like your followers aren't seeing shit anymore. Elon Musk is making sure of that. And I feel like people are just using it still for like ego reasons or they like think it's going to change and it's not going to change. And I I think we should just move on. How do you feel about threads? 
I haven't used Threads. Threads is shit because they waited too long to add the thing that everybody wanted. They should have had from day one. You only see tweets from people you follow. Like mm-hmm. they just. I like that it, you like, still call them ago. tweets. I like that. I don't even know what the hell. Like this is. No, I don't know what it would be called. Moron. I don't know what they would be posts. I guess this idiot changed the name of one of the most recognizable. Like it, it like tweet is kind of like Kleenex or Sharpie. We just call everything yes. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like he totally. literally, oh no, they're not called sweets anymore. Exes, I don't even know what the hell they're called. But Elon Musk is, he's such an idiot. If the Simpsons did an episode with Mr. Burns doing these things, I would call it bad writing. Like that's how much of a rake stepper he is. Well, that's the thing like, too. People are like, like I know some people who are still on Twitter and their reasoning is, oh, well, I just think it's funny what Elon Musk is doing. It's like, no, you don't. Like the, there's nothing funny about it. That's like, wild. Like he's active, like it, one of the most recent stories that came out is links to any like left leaning news organizations or any rival platforms were like mysteriously slowed down. Like, if like you, yeah, about five seconds or something crazy. Yeah, if you clicked a link from the New York Times on Twitter, it would load a lot slower than a link from, say, Fox News. And oh. like, how do you stand for that shit? and keep using it like that's right wing shit like that's right i still think that's why like one of my favorite personal conspiracy theories i think that's why internet access in rural america sucks the way it does so they can't get information yeah i heard heard you talk about that i agree with you actually that makes sense if you look at a site like stormfront or any of these like hard right leaning websites they all look like they were created in 1997. And I think the reason for that is because those are going to load on shitty rural internet. Whereas a site like the New York times or CNN with all their fancy HTML five videos and shit, Mm -hmm. that's going to take forever. And Elon Musk is doing the same thing with Twitter where, Oh, if you're trying to get news from this site, we're going to make it a little more unpleasant than if say, you go to Fox News and get your news there. And it's like, how do you call yourself a progressive and still support that? I don't understand. I get like, I have just under 20,000 followers on Twitter. Like, that's a nice size audience I could be promoting to. But no, like, I'm not going to change my shit just to appease Elon Musk so I can still have access to that audience like if they don't follow me elsewhere i guess i didn't deserve that audience and i'll have to build a new one but like people are way too fucking precious about twitter and it's fine like if you still want to use it because we're all using shitty websites that are bad totally. for the world like if you're just on the internet you're using amazon like amazon exactly. web services. Right. amazon web services they run like 90 percent of the internet so i get it like if you I still don't know want, if i knew that yeah it's oh yeah. if you ever experience that thing where like 10 different websites you use are all down it's because of amazon web services interesting and like i get it if you want to you know keep using it but just like ease up on people who are using other sites that you disagree with like oh yeah you, like i don't care what people use mainly because i keep like I'm really good at blocking people, so I basically keep up with Twitter to you to keep up with I don't know uh, people I've been following and keep up with sports pretty much. But yeah, I mean it's no different than using True True Social. They are owned by dickheads now anyway. And Threads, 
unless a good alternative comes, then people will switch. But just to go on that, we low-key need some government insight on social media. Honestly, it's getting to the point. Yeah, the government does need to regulate social media. Absolutely. But also that ship has sailed. The government needed yeah. to regulate social media in like 2011. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, good luck trying now. It's not going to. I've said this a million times. The minute Barack Obama got on Twitter, we as a country should have been like, nope, nope, mm -hmm. nope. We don't need our fucking presidents on social media. But we were all in the glow of Obama being elected. And we were like, oh, he's the social media president. No, Trump is the social media president. Obama, Obama crawled so Trump could fucking fly. On yeah. social and here we are like we're never going to undo that now trump can cause fucking riots and insurrections just by going on true social and being like meet me at the capitol at six bad times yeah, so burn, burn out, is what i'm saying yeah i know you did make me kind of want to delete my twitter <laughs> yeah i still have it but like i still have a twitter but you just don't participate on it i don't open it like i yeah. still want to use two-factor authentication and on twitter now that means i have to plug a key into my computer to log That's in right and it's like how about you go get fucked elon musk I will oh, just speaking not of he's trying to get rid of the blocking feature because he said it's unfair what sorry yeah it turns <laughs> and also it turns out like some company did an audit uh they found out like 60 percent of his followers are basically bots because he wanted he's such a sensitive person he wanted to have the most followers on the website, so he bought a bunch. Totally. Yeah, they're like 60% are bots and X amount don't even have a single tweet. And then people nope. are pointing out like, yeah, this is literally against the terms of service of Apple in a Google Play Store, whatever it's called. But yeah, he he's a moron. To not, I to, to not be able to block people does not think about people that are like in danger of people. Yeah, that's what everybody is saying. Like, that's like wild to me if I couldn't like block my assaulter like that's fucking insane like, yeah but he's like, he's usually up doing ketamine or something at like 3 a.m and they like said that's where all of these crazy ideas come from i don't even know what the hell ketamine is apparently he does ketamine is that the one that's like a horse drug or something yeah, yeah. i yeah. broke up with a girl because she got high on ketamine and was real mean to me how the fuck the do you even do ketamine what is that it's the next like day, the only remember shit and i was still like no fuck you like what what do you inject it do you smoke it what the fuck do you buy ketamine from you snort it yeah sorry wow. <laughs> i've never done it it's um <laughs> the only drug my dad has explicitly asked me not to do and i respect that and i won't ever do it <laughs> huh what about heroin i mean do you think he just knows that i wouldn't do that we've like watched enough movies but like nothing yeah. really shows what ketamine does so i felt like he thought he had to be like he was like please don't ever do animal tranquilizers and i was like okay <laughs> I they, also, they have also <laughs> been studying it for its effect on like depression and shit yeah in micro doses which is interesting yeah. but i'm sure know, it probably like... it i mean i'm sure it probably does have some positives but you're not supposed to be doing whatever the hell elon musk is and Waking up one day like, oh, I'm getting rid of the block feature. I'm sure it probably does have some good uses yeah. like most drugs. If you abuse it, though, hell no. Yeah, maybe it'll kill Elon Musk someday. Right. Either that or I feel I was I won't be surprised if he died of like a fent overdose because just you don't think he's testing like his shit. He hell no. It's really cheap to he get. He don't test his own ideas it. for a billion dollar company. You think he yeah, tested his enough. drugs? Fair enough. Oh, I hope he's doing so much coke right now. Mm. He seems Roll like those dice, Elon Musk. Rolling. He gives cocaine energy. Yes, yeah. that is for sure. All right. 
John, what's your last? All right. <laughs> Mine is, is James Bond should only be white <laughs> because think about it. His for one, we I'm pretty sure we all agree that James Bond is a cold name. Like it's been so many actors that James Bond. James Bond is just like the agent's name. He's 007. So instead of race swapping, which is one of the few things I agree with those lunatics that yell about everything is woke, give us a 006 that's black and his job is, okay, I can go on missions in in Africa or I can go on missions to infiltrate uh, whoever people doing shit in Atlanta. Give us a 006 that's a woman, a 005 that's a Middle Eastern person that can go on missions Give us a bunch of spinoffs and keep James Bond white like he's always been and give us our own character that's actually written with style instead of trying to get a few easy books. Cause you know, that's what they're going to do. They're not yeah. even going to get, if they, if they gave Idris Elba a movie, they're not going to give him a three movie contract. They're going to, all right, let's see how this one performs, write the laziest script possible. And if it bombs, they're going to blame it on the audience. Yeah. I mean, that is a, interesting approach i would like to know more about 001 through six who the fuck yeah, are who are they right like, we just start with 007 like you would think that they, we should have had a spinoff like i'm pretty sure we getting the we already about to get a, a john wick spinoff about the damn hotel i'm we so only excited know about 007? i'm so fucking hyped on that show <laughs> i hope it's good because i really it enjoyed john, john wick's they're great. Um, the John Wick series was amazing. Yes. But, yes. but yeah, man, James Bond should have to, he should definitely stay black. I want to learn about all the double O's or whatever the hell this secret spy society is going about. And they should be forced to write characters with actual soul in their own backstories. Yeah, James Bond. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of James Bond, but he does seem like just like a boring guy. So yeah, just write new characters that are yeah. more interesting. He's and- like... He's like John Wick for 50-year-olds. I don't think I've ever even seen an entire movie. But if they were like, oh, we're going to explore the world of James Bond, and this one is going to take place in, I don't know, Nigeria, or he's infiltrating this secret society in Atlanta, Black Elites or something like that. I love the strong stance, though you haven't seen an entire James Bond movie. There's like 50 James Bond movies. It's not like they all take place in Philadelphia or some shit. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, he's always on submissions. I want to say, is it Aziz Ansari? I think he had a good joke about why James Bond couldn't be black. He's like, if he's running through England, it's way easy to spot him in the crowd. Well, that's, that you know? is kind of the thing. Like, you're going to have to suspend some disbelief if you're sending black James Bond into, like, exactly. Romania. And they're like, oh, who are, you're one of us. And it's like, no, right. that's clearly James Bond. He's wearing a tuxedo. Right, all right. He's literally a spy. Yeah. Like, who is this 6'3 black dude <laughs> <laughs> ordering Douce lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> so silly yeah and a woman too is gonna be hard to put in that like because james bond is known for a few very specific things and one of them is doing a whole lot of fucking and that's gonna come off a little different if it's a woman who's just like fucking her way through eastern europe it's like it could be kind of cool maybe if it's like a porn (laughs) right Women can only like, sure be sexually could, strong write, in porn. <laughs> like if a, a good writer could write a story that it makes sense that only a woman could go on this mission. Like maybe we need to infiltrate the international sex ring or something. And the only way they're going to get in that high, if it's an attractive woman or something like that, like write stories that fit the character, you know? Yeah. 
that's the thing. Like uh, a freaking uh, Middle Eastern James Bond would be badass. They sent him on a mission to wherever it is. Saudi Arabia, I don't know. You know, America probably would never do that because they got to kiss the boot no, of countries like them in China. Send yeah, them some mission, some movie Arabia. where we want to spread anti-propaganda <laughs> and let yeah. them infiltrate that. Like, bro, build it around the person's culture or something. That'd be dope as hell. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree. They don't like just shoehorning someone of a different gender or race into the traditional James Bond mold probably isn't going to work. No, because it looks different for different types of people. It's like whenever they try to just gender swap, it doesn't usually hit right. Yeah. Or they make it make sense. Like, like the Nick Fury thing worked. Like a lot of people don't even realize that for years, the original, the regular earth Nick Fury was a white guy with white hair and ultimate universe. Nick Fury was black. That looks like Samuel Jackson, but the ultimate universe got so popular. And actually I want to say Sam Jackson was like a, a fan of the comics. And he told somebody like, Hey, if y'all ever do this, I want to, I want to shop. And yeah. he just killed the role so much that it made sense. And I can suspend disbelief there because we got fucking Spider-Man and Iron Man. Okay, yeah, a black bald dude can be the leader of a secret spy agency. But James Bond has enough realistic stuff that you're supposed to be able to... I was going to say it's more real world, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you're supposed to be able to imagine that this guy got a watch that could hack a computer or whatever like that. Yeah, they could also just stop doing James Bond movies. Yeah, we really don't... We don't need any more, like... It's like that and Indiana Jones. Like, the people that grew up on that they don't care anymore yeah indiana jones i'm fine with my problem with james bond and i brought this up on an unpopular opinions episode already i'm tired of intelligence agencies looking cool in movies like intelligence agencies ruin the world they top democracies they fucking murder people they spy on people they fucking suck and i don't want to see the guy from the office toppling the government of venezuela I don't want to see any of that shit. Jack Ryan. So over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those Jack Ryan movies. You can tell whoever wrote that really thought we were going to go to war with Venezuela. And they were like, we got to get this propaganda out there. So people are on our side. No one was ever on your fucking side. Everyone knew there was no reason to invade Venezuela. Everyone except John Oliver, which surprise, surprise. All right, Mm -hmm. Jessica, what's your last opinion? It's silly, but it's for me personally, all clothes are gender neutral. I do not see what a dress has to do. Like anyone, be comfortable. Almost every t-shirt from the men's section fits me better because I have broad shoulders. Why do men's quote unquote men's shirts fit me better because I have tits? That doesn't make any sense, but it's 100% true. Like, I just don't think pants, shirt, I just wish the clothes were just all in one, all together. I wish that it wasn't like, here are the men's clothes and here are the women's clothes. I wish it was just like, here are shirts. Yeah. That's what I want. I, I look fucking, almost any time I see a man in like a very cute button up top and I'm going to call it a top. I'm like, that nice. would look better on me. And um, yeah, I just think if I feel comfortable enough to wear men's clothing, men should be able to feel comfortable enough to wear whatever they want. And if they want to wear a well, skirt because it's fucking hot out, wear a skirt because it's fucking hot out. Well, I wear a jogging suit. I either wear jogging suits or jeans and a t-shirt every day. So to prepare for this one, I went and scrolled Beyonce's Instagram. And I only got got it. <laughs> I didn't pull any of those looks off. Yeah, but that's more to do like, I don't with like, what you feel Beyonce comfortable. <laughs> yeah, but that more has to do with like what you feel comfortable in and not the fact that you're a dude yeah 
Yeah, no, I was joking, but like, yeah, her outfits, yeah. I don't think I could pull any of those fits off. No, totally. I, I couldn't I pull to... most of them off either. You know what I mean? It just has to do right. with what you feel comfortable in and what you look good in. Yeah. I've always, not so much clothes, but I've always been a big proponent of women's sunglasses. Totally. Like, and I love dude sunglasses. Yeah, my I, I've been wearing right now are like, I call myself Uncle Jess when I wear them because they're fucking men's sports sunglasses, but they're so funny. Yeah, my yeah, favorite pair of sunglasses are these obviously women's sunglasses that I bought at a gas station in Wisconsin like five yeah. years ago. And they're just fucking huge. And like the rims are so big. I love I look like fucking Kurt Cobain wearing them. It's great. Yeah, I feel like that's very similar energy. It's just like anything yeah. you wear. I don't I just I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been like raised with drag queens really young and like a lot of rock music with people like you know bowie and rod stewart and like everyone just wearing whatever the fun and then like joan jett and like patty smith the first time i saw patty smith when i was a kid i thought it was a dude yeah and, like, I just, and that's when i learned i was like oh it's really all made up yeah like, well, I feel that like that's just what, like, reminded me someone at nike has been running like a 10 to 15 year old joke like all the like all the best exclusive colorways are only 90% of the time you'll be like, damn, no Air Max 97s are hard, but they're a women exclusive and they yeah. don't, they won't go past like a size eight. Like I'm really in the shoes. I don't buy a ton, but like you'll be on Twitter. Like, yo, these are hard. They, they like, Oh, only in women's like, what the hell? That's so yeah. funny because I heard the benefits or... of the the opposite of that, where I'll be like, "Oh, I love those shoes. Oh, they have them in the little boys section." So it's like the yeah, boys section them, goes yeah, as big as like a small women. Exactly. So I've like gotten yeah. to reap the benefits of the opposite of that. I haven't thought about wanting a women's sneaker that doesn't come in a larger size. Yeah, and women's and it's shoes. like it's a fucking shoe, and it's like shaped the same, but because it's that color, it's women's. Yeah. Like but women's shoes are more narrow, also. So even uh, oh, if there's a women's shoe that's like that i want that's in my size i know i have my feet are too wide for it well, i that's... forever was trying to find a pair of like silver shoes and, well, and everything i found was women's but i finally found a pair of vintage chuck taylors that are like shiny silver and i got Ooh. those i also yeah. say it's some 97s i want to say they might just be called the bullet or something that are silver but yeah, I didn't know they were narrower. But yeah, man, they Nike has been because... doing that bullshit for 10 years at least. All, yeah, and it don't even be girl colors. Like, it'd be like black with green and white. Like, oh, it just looks like a regular shoe. And they're like, nope, women's exclusive. It's so funny because, again, I've only thought of the reverse of that. I have a wide foot. So I've always been like, oh, I'll get the boys or the men's because that'll like fit. Because it is true. Women's feet, shoes are, I always had a hard time, but like I wear Crocs. Those are gender neutral. Those are all the same for like whether it's in the men's or the women's section. Yeah. And uh, fucking Adidas, which the Adidas I have, I think, are also the same situation. Oh, if you want a marriage of those worlds, I think you've seen me wearing them before. Get yourself some Adidas Crocs. I have two pairs and I love them so much. I didn't know that was a thing. Huh. Yeah, they're called, what do they call them? I really want to get the Kirkland Slides. <laughs> I've seen those. They the, look I've so been, comfortable. I've been the converted. About, I, the I got thing my about first the, pair of Crocs. The thing about the Adidas Crocs, they are $25. They're called. Oh my God, send me that link, dog. I want that. They're called Adelettes. And are they are they slides or are they like Crocs? Here, I'll show I'll show you in the Sunny. chat. They're they're kind of a combination of both. Wow, look, unisex. That's how I like my shoes, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wear the, okay. those are like my 
Those are like my everyday going oh. to the fucking store. Oh, wait, Adidas slides are just $30. I've been wanting slides. I might yeah, get some these Adidas are, slides. Oh, damn, these are 20 I might get a new pair just because they're on sale. Oh, see, I oh, don't want to do these colors, too. too? Yeah, I, I kind of like these pink ones. They're stupid. I'm fucking with those hot pink ones at the bottom. Yeah, the like salmon ones. But for years, anyway. I was anti-croc because I was such a sneakerhead. Then I tried until like, you oh, put these a pair really on, right? Until you just throw on. Yeah, yeah. you could wear them I like house shoes. People, you don't like Crocs until you put them on, and then you put them on, and it's a whole other game. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I like, think that's what, our episode. Bucks? I think that's our episode, right? We've been yep. getting a little long in the tooth. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Sorry, I did not realize what time it was. <laughs> uh, so thank you both for doing it what do we have to plug before we get out of here jessica you doing anything these days uh please tune in to worst cooks in america season 26 new episodes sunday on the food network and max uh it comes out at 8 p.m but on max i have figured out if you're on the west coast it comes out at 6 p.m because once it's done airing on the east coast then mm. it's on hbo max so however that works for you uh john what do you got to plug uh yeah just my youtube channel it's spelt the same way as it is however this episode on this episode title i usually drop one long video essay a month just because it takes me so long and i live stream at least once a month so this episode dropping monday right yes okay yeah when this episode drops i'll be doing a live stream on my youtube channel mount rushmore of best 90s cartoons so if y'all hear it by then come through the live stream very nice and uh I don't know. I don't have anything to plug. Let's get the fuck out of here. Jessica, say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. John, say goodbye. All right, see ya. Bye, everybody. We love you.